Welcome to the Freedom Revival, folks. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson. And this is the Thanksgiving edition of the Freedom Revival on America Out Loud. So in this episode, we're going to take a little walk down memory lane. And uh, since it's a holiday week, um, you know, I've got a few little different tweaks to the show this week. And uh, we're going to learn some history in the process. Let's call it the Back to the Future episode, because there are some things that I think we need to go back to back to the past to uh, to get to the future. And uh, that show, Back to the Future, was interesting in that respect. Um, America was founded by a group of men who believed that there was a benevolent God who created heaven and earth. And they believed that God was not one of them. What a novel concept. Man is not God. Thanksgiving is about gratitude. And I hope that you've had plenty of time to be thankful this week and spend time with your families and loved ones and uh, give thanks to your God, our God, our creator, for all the blessings and all the uh, fruits uh, of God's blessings. So um, Thanksgiving is about gratitude, as I said. Gratitude and praise to our God for our freedoms, our families, our founders, our health, um, the blessings that we have received. And for this great country, because this great country has has in, has bestowed on us an awful lot of blessings that many others in the world have not received. Of course, we all know the story about the pilgrims who came to Plymouth, Massachusetts for uh, religious freedom and uh, all the struggles that they had when they got here. And, uh, you know, part of those struggles really was uh, they they in, they envisioned a collective society that they wanted to set up. It's very very similar to the settlement in uh, Jamestown in Virginia. They these two uh, groups of English settlers wanted to uh, set up these collective societies, these sort of socialist experimental uh, societies where everybody shared and everybody contributed and everybody uh, shared the work and the the uh, benefits of the work amongst each other. And uh, they thought they'd set up these collective societies. Well, what they found out when they set up these collective societies is that some people worked and some people just laid around. And uh, they could not divide the labor properly because some people didn't pull their fair share of the work. So they quickly uh, came to the conclusion that socialism doesn't work. And uh, that was really the first failure of socialism in America. And since then, the socialists among us keep trying to bring it back for some reason or another. They should have learned from the first experiments in America by our earliest settlers, including the pilgrims, and this is uh, the perfect time to uh, discuss this because we're discussing Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week. Now, what happened when they finally got it right? When they finally got the division of labor right and people worked and they gave people incentives to work and uh, and people were able to bring in 
some some harvest and and they were able to make some negotiations with the local uh indians and so forth the natives and they sat down and they had a bountiful meal well the first thing they did was they gave thanks to god and you know thanksgiving is about gratitude gratitude and praise to our god so psalm 107 and i'm sure that they uh they uh invoked this when they sat down to give thanks after after a rough time uh in america and they had some disease and some death and some some real issues right uh psalm 107 says give thanks to the lord for he is good and how did we get the holiday of thanksgiving you know it's the only holiday in i think in the world uh that is based on giving gratitude Every other holiday is for some military victory or, you know, something like that. Oh, good, right? Uh, but, but you know, revolutionary history and, you know, Independence Day and this kind of stuff. Um, famous people, uh, you know, including Abraham Lincoln, by the way, he got uh, jammed into this President's Day thing. We used to have a separate, when I was young, we had a separate day, uh, a separate holiday for Abraham Lincoln's birthday and a separate holiday for George Washington's birthday. These were two key uh, figures in our nation's history, and they were commemorated by separate holidays. Well, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln established this holiday of Thanksgiving, but uh, gratitude takes discipline and effort. Abraham Lincoln established the holiday during a really tough time a really tough time in in our nation's history. Uh, you know, we were in the Civil War. They were fighting. And, um, you know, discipline and effort uh, is required for gratitude. And uh, effort takes courage. You know, Aristotle said, you'll never do anything in this world without courage. It's the great quality of the mind next to honor. So today is the best day for gratitude. But you know, it's the worst day for atheists. I mean, today meaning Thanksgiving. I say Thanksgiving. I'm recording this show a little early. Uh, Thanksgiving is the best time for gratitude, but the worst day for atheists because they have nobody to thank. Who are they going to thank? They don't believe in God. They don't believe in a creator. Who are they going to thank? Who are they going to be thankful for? Each other? Themselves? I mean, man is not God, right? Atheists can say, I'm thankful. But who are they thankful for? Who are they thankful to? And, uh, you know, it seems as though uh, the left, which includes atheists, and all these woke people, it seems that all they do is complain. We have an awesome life here in America. Food is plentiful. We have freedoms. There's a freedom revival going on, after all, and I'm trying to lead the lead the charge here. This is the freedom revival, after all. I mean, uh, you know, these millennials, they have all the hot pockets and video games they could possibly want. And still, the woke left complains. Where is the gratitude? The woke left is defined by complaining about everything. 
And we're just not going to do that. This is a gratitude week, okay? This is when we spend time with our families and friends, and we thank God, and we and you know for the blessings and for for uh, the the fellowship of our family and friends and our loved ones. Also, listen, we've got a uh, we've got an election coming up in two thousand twenty four. It's 345 days until the 2024 election. Did you know that? Uh, This is the only election of our lifetime, as far as I'm concerned. This is the final battle. We've lost time, and we've lost time that we can't get back, unfortunately. But now it's time, as the Bible says, to restore what the canker worm stole. And I'm going to explain some things are happening now. That is re- that are restoring the uh, the these events are happening that are st- beginning to restore what the canker worm stole from us all this erosion of our freedom all this erosion of our liberties and we're going to get it back folks we're going to get it back uh, so I implore those that are listening to share and discuss this information with your families your churches your local clubs, your communities, your elected officials, anybody who might be willing to listen. You know, the time is now to recognize what President Lincoln stated 22 years before he became president of the United States. That was 185 years ago. That our demise will not be from without, but from within. The enemy's within us. The enemy's here. The enemy is us. In his well-known and eloquent oratory style, Lincoln was reminding those who attended that speech that local action as citizens of a nation, free citizens, local action mattered then just as it matters now. And we've got to do our part as we have this election looming just 345 days away. And now I'm going to get to the top stories. Um, You know, these are stories that uh, the media has blacked out. Stories that they chose not to tell you in this week, uh, this past week. Uh, First, uh, the finance and economy and energy stories. Um, The Bank of International Settlements was basically warned uh, has has basically warned us, I'm sorry, that uh, fiat-based crypto is no good. Bank of International Settlements reported that no stable coins allow full redemption. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Fraudulent transactions force banks to close customer accounts. That's according to Wells Fargo. Uh, some of these banks are now closing accounts based on what they see as suspicious activity. You know, you'll have somebody who uh, deposits some money from a real estate sale, and then they're they're issuing payments to people. And all of a sudden, the bank says, hey, this is suspicious. We're going to close the account. That's what they're doing now. And, you know, there's, there's really no accountability because you really can't speak. It's hard to speak to a real human being or anyone who has authority to make a decision. You know, you're dealing with these customer service agents. Sometimes they're in the Philippines or in India. And, uh, you know, try and get something done. 
trying to get something done when you know someone defrauds you and and hacks into your bank account that's a nightmare i've had some friends uh have that problem recently so be careful be very careful with your passwords uh and change them frequently uh so uh key bank is closing 13 branches so some banks are closing branches city city bank city group uh, plans to announce major layoffs. Tens of thousands are at risk of being eliminated from Citigroup. That's uh, according to the Financial Times. Uh, the Dutch Central Bank admits that it has prepared for a new gold standard. That's according to Zero Hedge. Pretty reliable source, Zero Hedge. Uh, great articles there if you uh, have a chance to get there on the internet. Dutch Central Bank admitting they prepared a new gold standard. You know, uh, a lot of, I, I think a lot of banking and uh, banking organizations and nations have been quietly accumulating gold. South Africa is going to chair the BRICS extraordinary joint meeting on the situation in Gaza. Uh, that may be even going on now. Uh, the BRICS, of course, are Brazil, Russia, India, and China. And uh, so they're having an extraordinary joint meeting on the situation in Gaza. We'll see what comes out of that this week. The former governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria. Well, there's a stable place in the world, Nigeria. Uh, speaking of hackers, the former governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, who was removed from office in June, was this past Friday, last Friday, charged with procurement fraud at a local court and they tossed him in prison pending his bail ruling we'll have to see what happens there nigerian banks hmm. uh china and saudi arabia have signed a local currency swap agreement worth about seven billion dollars and that deepens their ties as nations throughout the middle east aim to diversify more of their non-oil trade away from the dollar. A hostile takeover at Disney. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mickey's being taken over. It's all but confirmed after an alleged emergency meeting. The Walt Disney Company's halls are resonating with the echoes of an impending corporate upheaval. The catalyst for this shift is an emergency meeting orchestrated by CEO Bob Iger and billionaire investor Nelson Peltz, who uh, is basically at the wheel at the uh, Tryend Fund, Tryend Fund Management, which boasts a hefty $8.5 billion under their belt. Um, he's up the ante in his quest for influence in the iconic entertainment company. So Peltz and his fund own a bunch of stock in Disney. And he's not happy with the performance of the organization or its management. So um, he's, uh, he's, he's upping the ante. That paints a picture of a company that's at a crossroads, a crossroads of a hostile takeover, basically, uh, grappling with changing public expectations, uh, internal challenges, and external pressures from investors. Well, you know, Disney has uh, had all this woke ideology uh in the last couple of years and people don't like it people with families don't want to go there anymore so of course they're going to have problems 
They need some house cleaning at Disney. I, I think old Walt would be rolling in his grave right now. Um, Sunday, November 19, Germany is was to launch a, uh, a non-asset-backed digital euro to counter the BRICS currency. In other news, uh, the BRICS, India and Egypt... Uh, in other BRICS news, the Indian Egypt are ditching the U.S. dollar for trade. Honda is recalling nearly 250,000 cars, SUVs, and pickup trucks. So check with Honda if you have a Honda. Your car may be recalled. Lending giant Enova is fined $15 million for taking money out of bank accounts without customer consent and then deceiving customers by producing false statements. Walmart CEO predicts flood deflate, food deflation, sorry, not flood. We've had so much rain down here, everything looks like a flood to me. Walmart CEO predicts food deflation may come soon. Um, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan predicted an end soon to the punishing inflation that Americans have been seeing at the grocery store. That's good news for shoppers looking for a respite from their grocery bills, but potentially bad news for the economy at large if it goes too far. You know, we don't want to have like massive disinflation because how do you get, you know, you need some pricing, right? Some pricing stability, but uh, inflation's bad too. Binance CEO, CZ has resigned and has pleaded guilty to fraud and money laundering violations. His company will also be forced to pay a $4.3 billion fine. A lot of fraud going on, folks. They're catching a lot of fraudsters out there. And speaking about fraud and disinformation, CNBC has dismantled its climate desk and they will no longer have a staff dedicated to covering climate change. And you know why, right? Climate change is a hoax, folks. It's a hoax. Dig into it. You'll find out. MAGA calls for Liz Cheney to be tried for treason for her role in the January 6th committee hearings. Well, you know, all this, uh, all these uh, footage from, from J6 came out of the protesters and the footage actually shows just the opposite of what the uh, January 6th committee found. So here we are in a situation where the committee headed by Liz Cheney supposedly viewed all this footage and still came to the exact opposite conclusion of what the footage shows. And then they wouldn't release all the footage. So what's going on here? Talk about fraud. I think Liz Cheney should be arrested for treason. A pilot warns of the airline industry uh, of an airline industry disaster pending due to COVID nineteen vaccines. Well, you know they forced all these uh, pilots to get vaccines, and now we've got problems with the pilots having heart problems from the vaccines. So the last thing you want is a pilot sitting up in the cockpit who's having heart problems while he's flying a plane full of you know four or five hundred people. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's an issue. 
There's going to be a shortage of healthy pilots, I think. Senator Ron Johnson presents the most censored chart in congressional history. Okay. Ron Johnson, of course, is, is going up against the big media giants and censorship. And all of this is developing now, just in the last couple of weeks, really. It's really come to a head. Uh, it, there has been evidence that uh, that our three-letter agencies were uh, criminally involved in media and social media in, in an attempt by government, by our own government, to censor our citizens and affect the outcome of the elections. Okay, so all of this is coming down the pike right now. A Yale study reveals the most common chronic sy symptoms after COVID-19 vaccination. So uh, there was recently a Yale study that lists all these chronic symptoms after getting a vaccine, and they're pretty horrific. You should look them up. They're pretty horrific. Uh, I apologize if you've gotten the vaccine. There are ways to uh, remove the spike proteins from your system, and we have a sponsor uh, that produces a spike support formula uh, by uh, by uh, the Wellness Signature Series, and it inhibits the spice, spike effects. It inhibits blood vessel blockage. It supports T-cell activity, and it's gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, and American-made. It's called Spike Support Formula. It's endorsed by uh, Dr. McCullough, and it's available here on americaoutloud.shop. And if you mention the uh, product code out loud, you will get a hefty discount on your first purchase. So go there and uh, pick up some spike support formula, especially now that this Yale study is revealing the most common chronic symptoms after the COVID-19 vaccinations. Bad news strikes the double vaccinated. Speaking of vaccinations, with an alarming health risk revelation. It's another news item. Video footage shows alleged cash for vote scheme in broad daylight. As you know, as if everybody didn't know. We have a broken voting system, folks. We got to go back to paper ballots. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, toddler dies two days after receiving routine vaccinations. More vaccine problems, folks. Get your spike support formula. That's all I can say. And there are some other things, too, that we'll talk about in other episodes. Soccer players are still collapsing and dying three years after COVID-19 vaccine, vaccine rollout. That's another headline. I saw a hockey player died on the ice the other day. A young guy, top shape, died right on the ice. Okay, vaccinated. Attorney accuses the CIA and DOJ of being deeply involved with COVID-19. Doesn't surprise me. Never before footage upends, never before seen footage, upends the January 6th committee's insurrection narrative. Yes, it was not a narrative. It was not an insurrection. And Liz Cheney should go to jail. Um, and uh, the last story, OBGYN drops alarming miscarriage data before Congress. She says, I've never seen so many miscarriages before. All right. So that that's the uh that's the news as uh as we see it 
I'm going to take a little pause for the cause, folks, and we're going to come back with uh, both barrels blaring. Thank you for listening to Freedom Revival. Stay right there. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget OUTLOUD25 at checkout. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity 
like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait. We wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to the Freedom Revival, folks. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Uh, this is your host, Bruce Robertson. And uh, we were discussing the current news. Uh, there's a, there's an issue in the news this week that I think is important to bring to your attention. The Economist last week, uh, the cover of The Economist. Now, do you know The Economist magazine? The Economist is a very uh, old and uh, respected uh, magazine which um which uh you know all the top billionaires and ceos and and world leaders read the economist i mean it's been around since the 1800s the late 1800s and it comes out of england and the economist cover this week says that donald trump poses the biggest danger to the world in 2024. you know what that tells me the ruling class is in a panic the deep state the cabal, the globalists are in a panic. The World Economic Forum, the Club of Rome, the Bilderbergs, the Trilateral Commission, they're losing their death grip on the world. And maybe there could be nothing better than that because our freedom is on the line. There is nothing that these people feel fear more than an emerging middle class that's free, awake, and pissed off you know we're we're built on that uh energy we you know move over sam adams nathan hale paul revere 
I mean, we are the new sons and daughters of liberty. We're a country founded on revolution. Let's let no one forget that. Our national DNA is that of dissidents and rebels who came here for religious freedom and freedom of speech, and they fell under British colonization and tyranny, and they then created a unique new nation by kicking out the people trying to suppress their natural rights. Okay, so censorship, lockdowns, control, that's tyranny. And our nation's founded on revolution. So what does revolution do when it confronts, what do revolutionaries do when they confront tyrants? They get rid of them. The federal government understands that a movement for American liberty is the only real threat to an all-powerful state. Freedom is the eternal enemy of tyranny. And Washington, D.C. is filled to the brim with tyrants. The tyrants of this world think that we are the biggest threat. And perhaps we are. We're the biggest threat to their tyrannical quest for global domination. After they impeached uh, Trump twice on bogus charges that we now know to be fabricated hoaxes, now they're charging him with a slew of victimless and phony crimes in a kangaroo court without a jury. He doesn't even get a jury of his peers. They're using an archaic misinterpretation of the 14th Amendment in a banana republic scheme to persecute and suppress their political opponent, who just happens to be the most popular candidate and perhaps the most popular man in the world. Everybody knows who Donald Trump is. Trump alone can and will put together an all-star patriot team to dismantle and destroy the global elites. He's going to go scorched earth on them, folks. Has there ever been in history, any time in history, such a panic over one man? And you can see this is existential for them. They see him as an existential threat. They put it on the cover of The Economist magazine. If they lose, they know it's over. And no matter how much they spin or how much they use propaganda, it will not be enough to save them. Their only hope is to cheat like mad and start a massive world war, which, by the way, they're doing as we speak. They've got all these wars brewing in the world now. All this is really, I mean, you know, listen, there are issues in these places. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, this is all an effort on their part to wag the dog and take distract the attention away from the problems that we have within our own government, the criminal corrupt behavior in our own government. Now, it's speculative, but it's quite possible that the election coming up may not even take place. If they believe they can't cheat their way out of it, what other options do they have left? Shut down the election. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to shut down Trump. They're trying to shut down their own political opponent right now. Who does that? You know, yeah, I know who does that. Mao Zedong of the communist revolution in China. Uh, You know, Adolf Hitler 
shut down his political opponents. Uh, Stalin shut down his political opponents. Um, Pol Pot, the dictator in the in the Southeast Asia, Cambodia, shut down his political opponents. So, you know, they're in good company shutting down their political opponent. The problem is we can't have that here in America. Things are going to continue to escalate for the next year or so. Uh, and anything could happen before the election. And it's likely something we haven't even foreseen. You know, it matters not because uh, no matter what, however the hammer comes down and the swamp is drained, it's going to happen one way or another. And uh, and it's happening. I'm seeing results. I'm seeing evidence right now. I don't know if you've been paying attention, where you get your news from, but uh, alternative media is now booming, growing. One way or another, America is going to be born anew, and with it, the entire Western world. And as they say, nothing can stop what's coming. There's a trend developing around the world. Populism is now on the rise in places like Hungary. Started in places like Hungary. It started here with MAGA, with, with Trump, originally in 2016. But it spread to Hungary and other places. And now, uh, and there was a, some up some uprising a little bit in, in Holland some years ago with Geert Wilders and, and his party, the PPV. Um, and now in Argentina, we've seen that Argentina had elections and they elected an extreme populist. He's a nationalist. And he's pro-Argentina. And uh, also now in the Netherlands, Geert Wilders is back. Okay, People are tired of being cheated out of their votes and being lied to by the globalist cabal and the deep state. Argentina has a population of 45 million people. They had election results this past week, and they got the results back in one hour. How did they know the election results so fast? Oh, that's right. They banned electronic voting machines. They went to paper ballots, folks, and they had the election results back in one hour. If they can do it, so can we, and so can every other place. And, you know, we have seen some states now in the United States banning electronic voting machines, and I think that's an excellent trend. We ought to go back to the old way. One vote, one person, voter ID, Paper ballots, done. Okay. They, they can't manipulate the votes anymore. No more spikes in votes at 4 o'clock in the morning. No more stuffing the ballot boxes. It's un-American. And there's a massive shift underway in that direction. Geert Wilders, the famous conservative Dutch politician, has now won a whopping 37 seats in Dutch parliament. No other political party in Holland has had a victory of this magnitude in over two decades. Wilders wants to take the Netherlands out of the European Union, and he's vowed to implement a zero-refugee policy. Congratulations to Geert Wilders and the Netherlands for finally seeing the truth. Hopefully the PVV, his, uh, his uh, party, the PVV, with Geert Wilders, is now too large to ignore. His party is the main force that wants to wants to launch mass deportations. And we're hearing that here too, that deportations have to occur. 
Uh, people have been pouring into our countries uh, illegally with no vetting and no uh, monitoring and no screening. And we don't even know who's coming in or what they're coming in with and what kind of ideologies they have and whether they're terrorists or criminals or rapists or murderers. And that has to stop. We have to launch mass deportations. Okay. These are just the first dominoes of many to fall. From 2020 up until now, there has been, listen to this, a plus 30 point positive shift in popularity in favor of Trump among voters aged 18 to 34. Democrats are in trouble, folks. Why is this? Why do you think that there's been a shift? I have some ideas. I think it's because of free speech. We've been censored since 2020 through COVID and everything else. There was a huge, and there's evidence, there's evidence that uh, Media Matters and MoveOn.org have been working with the DNC to censor conservative speech. And, you know, they got caught flat-footed in 2016 uh, when when Trump uh, picked up all these votes and all the information was being shared on social media like Twitter and Facebook and so forth and YouTube. So they cracked down on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. And since then, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, renamed it X, and because of free speech on X and other outlets like, you know, yours truly here on America Out Loud, and on Telegram, and uh, and a few of the others, Rumble, Truth Social, Signal, Getter, BitChute, okay? These are just a few. Uh, if you haven't signed up for these, and you haven't gone online and looked at these, these are some of the best sources of information you can get. Turn off your TV. Throw it away, okay? Fox News is not the news anymore, Okay. Tucker Carlson left and Fox News is over. Email is not the way to get information anymore. If you're still on email and you're stuck in your email, get out of it, okay? Everything's gone streaming. Everything's gone to alternative media sources. And uh, we're leading the way, okay? Stations like America Out Loud, just out now for a few years now, and uh, and others. So... Um, because of free speech on X and Telegram and, and Rumble and, and all these others, Revolver, uh, nearly 60% of uh, X's 556 million users are ages 18 to 34. It's about the same and maybe a little wider age range, of course, on uh, Telegram and some of the others. But we're reaching amazingly huge global audiences for the first time ever. And people are learning and they're waking up. And, uh, you know, it's a great awakening going on. There's a direct co correlation between the establishment of uh, Telegram and uh, Twitter as a communication tool and Elon taking over Twitter and the shift in public per perception, especially among the younger generations. You know, they're being finally exposed to all the deep state corruption to all the lies that have been told to them for decades now, uh, because opposing viewpoints were not allowed to be voiced on Telegram and uh, are, are now allowed to be voiced on Telegram and X. But in the past, they were previously, these voices were censored and banned. Uh, you know, 
Now we can hear the news in real time. And it's a massive global audience. And we can share information in real time to a massive global audience. It's not just one way having television dump what they want you to know in your head every evening on the evening news. It's gone much farther beyond that. So turn off your TV, blow up your TV, and uh, and get with us. Get online, get on streaming, get on uh, America Out Loud, uh, get on some of these others, Telegram, Rumble, Truth Social, Signal, Getter, Twitter, BitChute, Revolver, um, you know, because I'll tell you what we're learning is that, uh, and what you'll find is that, uh, that the information that we've been getting, even on Ukraine and Israel, uh, has not been the, the right information. All this mainstream stuff has been wrong. Remember how they said Ukraine was winning the war with our help? Ukraine has been losing the war since almost the beginning. Okay. And that's all coming out now after they told us lie after lie after lie about Ukraine. Ukraine has been a meat grinder for Ukrainians. And I, I pray and pity, I pray for and pity the the the, uh, the Ukrainian citizens and what they've had to endure because uh, of our the West's involvement in Ukraine and this, uh, this phony war going on. Um, you know, they've done, both of these wars, the Ukraine and Middle East have done irreparable damage to Biden's approval. And truths about these situations were only made available due to Elon Musk's control of X and the ascension of the citizen journalist and the alt news movement on apps like Telegram and America Out Loud uh, dot news and uh, uh, many of the others, BitChute and so forth I just mentioned. The younger voters are not learning the truth by watching the mainstream media. They're getting red red pilled on all these free speech apps. And I suggest you do the same. This is what the deep state feared would happen when Elon took over. This is why they fought him tooth and nail and set all the dogs of hell loose upon him. This is why Media Matters and the Anti-Defamation League are trying to smear Elon Musk and make false allegations about his widespread, quote-unquote, anti-Semitism. He's just a libertarian. He's not an anti-Semite. He's calling it out like he sees it. He's allowed to have free speech. They knew that if there was a free marketplace of speech and ideas and opinions, that their propaganda would not be effective and would not be able to survive. And sure enough, once free speech was introduced, their control of the narrative began to dissipate rapidly and substantially. They're losing ground, folks. The labor of citizen journalists has started to bear fruit. The legacy media are not only losing eyeballs and viewership, they're losing power. They're losing control. They're failing. And the great awakening is happening before our very eyes. It's working. We are the media now. We are the media now. So keep sharing. Keep sharing these information, these stories. Um, you know, do you think it's a coincidence that X and, uh, you know, Twitter X and uh, Rumble's CEO and Donald Trump's Truth Social have all announced simultaneous lawsuits pushing back against the fake stream news establishment. I call it fake stream media now. It's not new, not mainstream anymore. It's fake stream. Uh, they're pushing back against the news establishment simultaneously. They all announced lawsuits. Okay. Elon Musk is literally going after the pedophiles behind Pizzagate 
And Truth Social is coming for Newsweek, MSNBC, The Daily Mail, The Daily Beast, Rolling Stone, Reuters, and many more. What an incredible, encouraging turn of events. You know, uh, may free speech be protected and Media Matters and their ilk, the Soros-supported Media Matters, and MoveOn.org go bankrupt because that's what they deserve. On top of all that, Trump seems to be winning all the bogus lawsuits filed against him. Have you noticed that? All of this all happened this week, too, by the way, in this past week. All these all these uh, blockades to keeping Trump off the ballot, they're all failing miserably. Judges are throwing him out of court. Uh, the ones that uh, are not getting thrown out of court or partially thrown out, but still some some of the case exists, they're being appealed. They're going to be appealed up. And I, I, I predict that Trump will win all these cases, including the New York case. So let's talk impeachment for a moment. How about impeachment? How's Joe doing? Uh, according to the Constitution, a president can be impeached if he's involved in treason, bribery, or high crimes and misdemeanor. You know, nothing that Trump ever did came anywhere close to meeting those requirements for impeachment, but they impeached him anyway. They impeached him for hoaxes, for fraud. They impeached him on fraudulent grounds, and they should have to reverse those impeachments because they're based on fraud. Now, let's look at this in the context of Joe Biden. He's violated the impeachment clause of the Constitution. He took an oath to uphold the Constitution and the law, and he's done everything but that. We have all these laws dealing with immigration, to secure the country, to defend its borders, to protect our people, to determine how people come here, who comes here, under what circumstances they come here. And Joe Biden has not enforced one of those immigration laws. While the inhumane consequences at the border, empowered by Biden's open border practices, are themselves egregious, Biden has not upheld federal immigration laws. He has destroyed the federal immigration system. That would be a basis for impeachment to be considered alone. Also, he's circumventing a Supreme Court decision that says he does not have, he does not have the authority to forgive student loans. That clearly undermines Congress's power under the Constitution. And defying a Supreme Court ruling is also an impeachable offense. And violation of separation of powers, of course, is also an impeachment offense. And that is constitutional crime. That is the highest level of constitutional crime against the body politic. These are high crimes, folks. High crimes and misdemeanors. And the giant elephant in the room? Joe Biden and the Biden crime family's involvement with enemy states and some allies as well to front corporations and skim money and pay it off to offshore shell corporations from which he and his family benefited to the tune of anywhere from 30 to 50 million dollars maybe in, maybe even more that's an outright felony it's not a misdemeanor that's a felony there's simply no question that it not only is worthy of an impeachment inquiry and then an impeachment trial but it's also worthy of criminal prosecution so Here's another interesting wrinkle. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. I'll, I'll, I'll just bring this up as an aside. Uh, people were concerned that uh, that Mike Johnson, when he came in as speaker, uh, he started to say that maybe there's insufficient evidence to impeach. Well, 
they're going to be careful about this. They're going to be very, very careful. 459 crimes have been committed by the Bidens and their associates. I'm not going to enumerate them, but you can look them all up. There's been 140 business crimes. There's 191 sex crimes of him and his family. Drug crimes, 128. That's probably mostly Hunter. These crimes were committed while Joe was in office. These crimes, these following crimes, money laundering, human trafficking, spying and infiltration. Law and order has gone right out the window under Joe Biden. Have we forgotten? Do you know that you cannot impeach a president on secondary crimes after election fraud? What about election fraud? After election fraud is committed to get him into office in the first place? What was the primary constitutional offense that facilitated Joe to commit all these crimes committed while he was in office? What was the primary constitutional offense? It was election fraud. Think about it. People are outraged because Mike Johnson is actually doing his job. Let's remember, he's a constitutional lawyer. If we are actually under continuity of government and a corrupt election took place that resulted in Joe Biden winning office, why would we be concerned with crimes he committed while fraudulently in the White House when he took all these massive crimes of voter fraud to get himself there? Uh, Republicans are trying to get an impeachment proceeding launched on crimes that have nothing to do with voter fraud. Why do you think that is? It's because if they ignore the voter fraud, then everybody who certified the fraudulent election will be off the hook because Joe Biden will be removed based on crimes committed while in office not the crime of voter fraud that they all certified. Think about that. They were complicit in a federal crime against the American people, stealing their vote. They certified a fraudulent election. They'd all like it to go away. This is why I believe everybody should switch their focus to Justice uh, Clarence Thomas, because he's the key player who could go after the first offense of voter fraud. Election fraud, that's the biggest issue. We still got to fix our nation's election system. And the best way to do it is to pull that voter fraud case back out and prosecute everybody who was involved, including everybody who certified it. They're all liable. On January 6, 2021, the United States Congress voted to certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. The vote was mainly along party lines with all but seven Republican members of the House of Representatives voting to certify the election results. While most Republicans voted to certify the election, there were seven who voted against certifying Joe Biden's victory. Okay, let's hear who they are. These are probably the good guys, folks. Andy Biggs from Arizona, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Matt Gates from Florida, Louis Gohmert from Texas, Paul Gosar from Arizona. Gosar is a great guy. I spent some time with Gosar, and I got to tell you, he's a great guy. Former dentist, couldn't stand what was going on and got into politics to fix things. Lauren Boebert from Colorado. She's been in the news lately. Okay, Lauren, calm down. Uh, Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. These people are the seven who voted against certifying Joe Biden's victory. I'm going to call them the Magnificent Seven. These people I just mentioned are the real deal, and they know the elections were stolen, okay? 
The rest of them likely want to cover up their own complicity complicity in the crime of uh, putting Joe Biden in office. Did you know that 241 Republicans voted to certify the 2020 election? Did you know that? Did you know there were 220 Democrats that voted to certify the 2020 election? Did, <laughs> you know, now Speaker Mike Johnson has released the full J6 footage. And it clearly shows there was no insurrection. So it's going to be time to go in just a few seconds. So I want to tell you that um, I, w- I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family and loved ones and friends. And uh, I want you to know that I'm with you and I want you to come back and hear us next time at the Freedom Revival. And until then, please understand that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. This is your host, Bruce Robertson. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Revival. 